about a month ago, you didn't realize that all of the best movies and TV shows were racist. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the Political Deactivist podcast. We're going to talk about cancel culture. Uh, I wasn't even going to do a podcast today, but when I saw that they're actually getting rid of an episode of Community, I thought, you know what? This is a great time to pounce because people have gotten quiet and loud at the same time. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that by the end of the episode. But remember that they've gotten loud and quiet at the same time. It's like a uh, a kitten in a uh, a kitten in a garbage bag, I guess. Uh, but where did this start? Where did council culture start? I think one of the best pieces of advice someone gave me was never to apologize for a joke, even if the person got offended, even if you felt bad, never apologize. And the funny reason is because once you apologize, you have admitted that you should have known better. And then the next time you say something offensive, they're going to say, you know what, you should have known better. And you can't say, oh, no, I shouldn't have. It's You've set that standard. You've set the line. Whereas you should actually never set the line. What should happen, the natural uh, progression for conversation and people within your circle and your friends should be that, look, if they can't take the humor, they can leave. They can leave the group, uh, you know, because there's a sort of, there's almost a hierarchy that forms with friendships, right? Uh, and you kind of gravitate towards people with similar personality traits and different personality traits, but there is this kind of conversational hierarchy. And if you can't keep up with the level of, I, I guess, morality or the level of humor, if something is off for you, then you're going to hang out with that group less and less and less, and you're going to go towards groups that you can uh, you can click with more, and that's why they're called clicks right? That's why they're called clicks. That's not why they're called clicks, you idiot. Anyway, uh, what was my point? My point is this. Uh, the natural progression should be that I say something offensive. Person B gets offended. Uh, should I change the way that I communicate or should they become more resilient? Uh, most of the world will say, no, you should change how you communicate, but I don't believe that. I think the person B should become more resilient or find another group because I'm not going to shape. Oh, wow, Google's listening. Did you hear that? I'm not going to shape the way that I talk just to appease someone else because that is not being honest. That's not honest communication. But why is resilience more important than toning down someone's offensiveness? Well, think of it in terms of children. Now, one day I'm going to have a kid and he's probably going to be darker skinned because he's going to have Indian blood as well as Australian blood. Uh, and if he comes home from school and says, Dad, I got in a fight. And I said, why did you get in a fight? Well, they called me a curry muncher. I'd say, you know what? Go to your room. How dare you hit someone because of the words he said? How dare you? How do you conduct yourself in society with that type of attitude? And he'd be in a lot of trouble. That's how we should be teaching people. Because you know what? No one has the power to control exactly what someone else says, but they do have the power to control how they respond to what someone else says. You know, you can do all of this social justice warrior stuff and you can cancel every single show and make, you know, make it kind of like that itchy and scratchy episode where they're like, more lemonade? Yes, please. You could do that. But go walk around in a low socioeconomic economic 
area and try to control the insults that get thrown your way. Now, the question is this, do you want to be the person walking through any situation able to control yourself? Or do you want to be the little, oh, I don't want to be offended by things. Oh my goodness, that person looked at me strange. Is it because of the color of my skin? Like, who do you want to be? And who do you want people to be? How do you want people to grow in our society? Now, I'm only talking about the conversational level. I haven't even talked about artistic expression where the the le- the realms of boundaries are almost infinite. I wouldn't say they're completely infinite, but I say the realms of artistic expression are almost infinite. So where did it all start? I think it started, this new wave started with that documentary called The Problem with Apu. Now, The Problem with Apu is about the Simpsons character Apu, uh, Napu Nahasapisapetalon, which was one of my favorite characters, but now he's gone. Uh, So this documentary went out and talked about all the racial stereotyping and how much pain this character has caused people. They got teased in high school and rah, 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 rah. And, you know, you can understand where they're coming from. And I just left it. I didn't didn't worry about it. I didn't even watch it. I watched the trailer and I thought, you know what? I I know enough about this documentary to know what they're going to say. And that's fine. What really annoyed me was when the Simpsons complied and they got rid of the character. That's where the snowball started. They apologized for artistic expression. They apologized for a joke. They apologized for attempting to make people laugh. They didn't apologize for something they said which was absolutely heinous. They apologized for a joke and that's the point. If we're going to say that the color of someone's skin in the fictional world is a direct statement a broad sweeping statement about that entire identity group, then we need to look at the other colors in the show as well. So why don't we look at the main character of the show, Homer Simpson. What this show is therefore saying is that every white father beats his children, strangles them, and is a crazy alcoholic, uh, drink drives, is stupid, is, is stumbles around, uh, has no sort of redeeming qualities so okay so why don't we get rid of him why is it only Apu that matters why is he the only one who can speak that he can speak that he can speak to racial stereotyping what about Cleveland the slack-jawed yokel okay who's married to his cousin and has like a thousand kids do we get rid of him is that not racial stereotyping or is it just an artistic expression or is it just poking fun at what the animators and the screenwriters have observed in the real world and actually exaggerate it and make it funny so where is the line now even if you don't agree with that maybe stick with me and we'll go a little bit further and i'll tell you why this whole idea of uh censoring artists is basically just hypocrisy okay now i talked about earlier how people are getting loud and quiet at the same time this is what i mean when Chris Lilly was cancelled earlier this month, uh, everyone was loud on Facebook and Twitter because they don't like Chris Lilly. The, the, uh, I guess the far left uh, in Australia hate Chris Lilly. So Chris Lilly, if you're listening and you don't know, he's uh, from Summer Heights High and We Can Be Heroes and Jonah from Tonga and uh, Jamae and all of those shows. Um, and in my opinion, and I've talked about this in previous podcasts, is that uh, he's actually really, really good at bridging the gap between uh, different races and different areas of uh, different sectionalities of Australia. But, you know, that's in the other podcast. But anyway, 
People were very, very loud and supporting this move, and they were very happy when they heard that he was cancelled. And I was just like, okay, well, we'll see where this ends. Little Britain was next. And again, people were loud because I think the generation that are the loudest are the ones who didn't grow up watching uh, Little Britain because uh, it's pretty old now, uh, which makes me feel very, very old. But anyway, it's a disgusting show. Uh, There's sexism in there. There's transphobia in there. There's fat shaming in there. There's all sorts of things in there. Uh, So get rid of it. And I was like, okay, well, it's uh, getting real now. Let's see where this ends. Uh, John Cleese was then cancelled for Faulty Towers. Uh, and then uh, people started to get a little bit, you know, a little bit quieter, but not really. There was a lot of articles about it. Now, where the fork in the road started was with Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, when both of them had uh, things surfaced from their past, from videos and skits where they were in blackface. That's where the tide really turned. People started to get very, very quiet on social media but the articles remained loud. There's still more and more articles getting pushed out and more and more people getting cancelled, but there are less and less people supporting sweeping counselling decisions. Okay, I'm saying counselling and cancelling. They sound very, very similar, but they're different words. Anyway, uh, maybe I should do an episode on uh, government counselling and uh, you know the, the garbage disposal around uh, Western Sydney, but maybe another day. Uh, So people started to get quiet because they realized, actually, we can't cancel Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon because they're they're on our side. They're, you know, they're really good places for people to get their left wing ideals, to get their statist ideals, to get the status quo of how you should be thinking and how you can joke about it while you're thinking this. Uh, You know, they're like the CNN of comedy. You can't cancel them. So then what happened was shows stopped being cancelled and instead particular episodes became cancelled. So uh, the latest one is Community. They're cancelling the Dungeons and Dragons episode because King Jong comes in in blackface, even though he's like a black elf. So who's he offending? Elves? Uh, but anyway, so it started to slow down. Scrubs. Uh, so I think Scrubs is a great example because everyone loves that show. Oh well, admittedly, I hated it when I first started watching it, but now I love it. Um, but uh, everyone loves that show. So when they were like, you know what, it has blackface, no one was like, you know, we should cancel it. Um, they didn't jump on Twitter and go hashtag cancel Scrubs, anything like that. They were just quiet about it, and everyone noticed that people were quiet about it. So they just got rid of those particular episodes, and that's what they've been doing since Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. They just get rid of particular episodes rather than the whole show. Because they're like, actually, we like these shows. And people are starting to realize, hang on, what does this mean for my viewing pleasure? What if the artist that I like has something in their past that even I don't know about it? I'm going to lose entertainment from my life. And the fact is that most shows have really, really offensive things in them. And at one point or another, they're going to get under the kind of judging hammer of the social mob, the church of... Uh, the church of what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. I have read articles, though, that say, look, it's not about what's offensive. This isn't about offense. And I was like, I I was intrigued. Oh, tell me more. They said, it's about why people profiting, profiting, that's a new word. Uh, And if you know the definition of the word profiting, 
please email me or comment on this podcast. And if you get the definition right, you'll get a free copy of Who Gives a Shit. Anyway, it's about white people profiting off colored people, people of color. Because it's so offensive to get that phrase mixed up, people of color or colored people. Uh, And I was like, okay, all right, so how far do we take this? If that's what it's about, because the uh, the guy from Family Guy who voiced Cleveland for the past 20 years went to Twitter on his own volition, apparently, and said, look, I'm not going to voice Cleveland anymore. It should be played by a black dude. Uh, and a lot of black people commented on it saying that's ridiculous. Uh, but uh, the point is this. How far do we take it? Do we say that Joe should be voiced by a paraplegic? Do we say that... Uh, Stewie should be voiced by a baby. Do we say the pedophile should be voiced by Bill Cosby? Uh, was Bill no? Bill Cosby wasn't a pedophile. He's just a a doper and a, he's a bit rapey. You know, he's a bit rapey. Uh, anyway, so even then, that's almost besides the point. The point is, as an artist, okay, you're working in the fictional realm. Well, sometimes there's a blend, but mainly you're writing fictional characters. You know, you're not the character. The character is the character. Uh, I don't think I've ever watched Cleveland and been like, man, I wonder if the uh, the voice actor is black or white. Man, what's going to happen when people realize that Bart Simpson is voiced by a woman? Should Bart Simpson be voiced by a 10-year-old boy and every time he turns 11, we replace him? Like, that makes no sense. But, again, this is almost all besides the point. The point is about artistic expression working in the fictional realm. So, if we take this to its extremes, should a white person be able to create black characters? Or should that be reserved for black people? So, if I'm writing a screenplay, let's say it's called... uh, Let's say it's called uh, Man vs. State. And in brackets, it's called... uh, um, Political Deactivist Podcast is the best and its road to uh, victory is paved with the blood of the innocent. What a movie title. How awesome was that? Uh, so anyway, I write this terrible screenplay. Can I only write white characters? Oh no, I've given away my race. Oh no, my credibility is gone. But should white screenwriters only write white characters? And if so, if that is true, then how is that going to increase black employments in the arts? How is that going to employ more black people into these roles when they're written for white people? That just does not make sense. So just because you've got good intentions doesn't mean you're going to have good outcomes. It might be good intention to say, you know what, let's get rid of all the blackface things. We're past that. Uh, it's racist. It's wrong. And I'd be like, yeah, you, you know what? You're probably right. But how far do you take that policy? And I'm glad to see that they're only cancelling specific episodes now, not entire shows, because they've realised, actually, you know what, we like some of these shows. They're not all like Chris Lilly. Uh, you know, uh, I'd hate to see Scrubs cancelled in its entirety. In, in, entirety. Um, so I'm glad that the tide is kind of changing. Uh, but in any case, this is fiction, man. It's not real life. You know, like, just stop taking it so seriously. And the more that you're offended and the more that you can show offense, the more you're giving your power away. I personally, I'm not offended by anything pretty much. There's nothing really in terms of jokes 
that offend me. And I don't give anyone that power to do that. I'm offended by particular things uh, that happen in the world uh, and particular things that people say, but not by jokes. There's no joke that you could say that would offend me. Uh, and I remember we used to, when, when you're playing rugby as a kid, you'd kind of find something about the other team and when you tackle them to the ground, you'd say offensive things to them to try and make them uh, uh, you know, lose their temper. So if they throw a punch then guess who wins? We do. Because the referee will be on our side because they threw the first punch. Why? Because they were offended. Uh, and you're probably thinking, wow, were they saying racist things? It's like, no, we're not saying racist things. It's like trivial things. For example, we played a team who were from Cronulla and we just called them hobbits all the time because, you know, Cronulla's the Shire, the Shire's hobbits, called them hobbits. And that was enough for the, some of them to lose their temper which is hilarious. Why would they give us that power? Like, how dumb could you be? Um, so maybe we should call them dummies instead of hobbits. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyway, what do you think? Where is the line? Should black people only play black people? Should, uh, you know, people of color be voiced by people of color? Should Dory be voiced by a fish? Should uh, the pedophile in Family Guy be voiced by a pedophile? Where is the line should white people only write white characters Uh, and if so is that going to actually increase employment for people of color or for women most screenwriters are men after all Uh, so where's the line guys Um, also if you did not like this podcast you could lobby to have my film removed off youtube you know what the link is i'm not going to tell you actually if you're listening this this long you must like the podcast it's at anotherwaymovie.com it has blackface in it but blackface with a twist Uh, and I think the way the artist describes what she tried to achieve is really really fascinating that's about halfway through the movie Uh, but you're not going to skip ahead because every inch of that movie is captivating anyway hope you enjoyed and I'll see you next time